Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Taz, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. And, and 
you know, from what I see, dude has committed some of the most treasonous acts that I've seen a president commit in my lifetime. But hey, if they lo- if they like it, then then I love it. It's all good. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny though, cause I uh, I was watching the documentary a uh, shot to our brother Hank, who was uh, had me on that uh, Bobby Kennedy joint. He's like, yo, watch the Bobby Kennedy joint on Netflix. Oh, which you know, I watched. That's and, one of my things. Like, the crazy I'm, I'm part a, you know me. I'm an OJ, Biggie, and a and a Kennedy document documentary stand. <laughs> <laughs> death so, down, death down not, with the Kennedys. <laughs> yo, and obviously you can't give nothing away because how can you give anything away when you're talking about what happened to the Kennedys? You know what I'm saying? They got right. this cop blown off. But listen, but the most interesting thing about it is like doing the documentary, they showed like speed, like, you know, Speeches from Bobby and and um and John, or as they call him Jack, the family called him Jack. Um, yeah. Even Lyndon B. Johnson and even Richard, even Richard Nixon with his criminal ass. But when you watch that, and then you see the behavior, the behavior of Forty Five. Yo, B. Austin, what are you doing, cuz? Uh, <laughs> yo, yo, oh. man, playing go-go music. Yo, <laughs> yo, he in the soup. Yo, he started here in the soup kitchen. He started here in the kitchen at CSEA. <laughs> Yo, oh, man, I'm um, feeding some. I'm feeding some of these people that Trump won't feed, man. No, but my point is, you watch old speak, even even the evil president, and you see 45. It's like he just like that whole idea of what a president is. It's like, yo, how do we get here? Right. How well, do we get here? Well, you know why? Because somebody went back. All somebody went back with the DeLorean and messed up the space time continuum. That's exactly how we got it. I mean, man, pop pop culture has taught us a lot, and you yourself have brought something to our attention. Slim Charles said, "You got to fight. You got to fight on that lie." At this point, yes, sir. White America, particularly white male America, they know what's up. Get the bell ready. But they fight. They fighting on that lie, man. They fighting on it. But but you know what though. And I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave this conversation at this. It could be argued that even as even though he says and does all these crazy things, that he's done more for uh, black folk than out uh, of the previous one. And I'm gonna leave Uh-oh. it at that. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Oh. <laughs> all right. So um, we're gonna get in but to these hot topics. <laughs> get in these hot topics before we get lynched. No pun intended. Um, hot topics, of course, brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. Sports are almost back. We think, but you can make a lot of money sports betting at my bookie when they do return. So if you still haven't checked them out, you can get your account up and running right now. So when everything's ready to start back up, when the bubble is blown up and whatever they're going to do happens, you can lay down some cash on the biggest games in sports because there's going to be a lot of big ones by joining us, the war room and thousands of other oh. online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. You guys are tired of getting the runaround when it's time to collect your dough. That's why we urge you to give my bookie a try. You win, they pay. They pay fast. No hassle, no haggling, you know. You had to get your knees hammered or your your fingers cut off. Nothing crazy like that. Um, You're basically wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game starts. So join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, just WARROOM, not the WARROOM, just WARROOM, to activate this offer. 
Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, the Patriots, the New England Patriots, all over the news this week. And before we get to what at least we deem to be the biggest news, let's talk a little bit about the Patriots being fined again. Uh, $1.1 million is stripped of a 2021 third-round draft pick for what I like to call Spygate Part 2. Remember, we talked about this during the uh, last football season uh, back in December of uh, what, December of 2018. Whenever it was, they had the cameras from their television crew panned on the sideline of the Cincinnati Bengals, and they got caught. So they're finally coming down with a verdict on that. Like I said, they've been fined $1.1 million. Uh, They lost a third-round draft pick. And there was one more thing. Um, the television production crew will not be allowed to shoot any games during the 2020 season. But it, it took this for that. Like, at, at what point do you just ban the New England Patriots from owning no. cameras? That's light. That's light. <laughs> no, that's light work. <laughs> of course it's light Especially it's somebody who's gotten caught before It's Yo, very light the penalty, the, penalty, the penalties That they give to the Patriots Kraft and Belichick Be like ha, 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 I'm cool That's <laughs> all right. Take your little third round We good Yo yeah. This is like This is this is the equivalent of like Wells Fargo Doing all sorts of like You know Nefarious things and they get like a billion dollar fine, and they'd be like, "Cool, you know what I'm saying?" Because we right. made fifty billion with all the things we did. So, what, what do we yeah. care? Like, what they get for Grunt? Didn't they get a free third or fourth rounder for Grunt? They're like, "Yeah, just take that." He yeah. was retired anyway. Yo, they they, they, get, they got that back from a, a dude that was on the couch and on um like Yo, you know they Mass Singer. They, they they took you. <laughs> they muscled a pick from a person who was no longer in the NFL. <laughs> And people were talking about they got got. Yeah, yo, yeah, come on, man. Yo, man, salute to so, yeah. him, man. Cause I listen, man. Yeah. You ain't cheating. <laughs> you ain't trying. Slap on the wrist. What can we say? All right. So, but the big news: Cheaters always win. The Patriots also signed Cameron Newton, uh, quarterback, Stop. former MVP of the league, 2015. Um, this, this was a move like we heard all throughout this period that this would be a possibility and I guess people kind of lost faith in that prediction because it took so long but the fact that it took so long might have had a lot to do with the fact that <laughs> Belichick and the boys kind of took Cam along for a ride he seems happy about it but um, his contract which is only for $1.05 million, $550,000 guaranteed, but it has a bunch of bonuses and incentives that could total up to $7.5 million if he reaches them all. Um, I'm kind of I'm curious to see what these bonuses and incentives are um, and what their plan is, you know, even for Cam Newton. You, you assume what they have on the roster, they're bringing Cam in to start. But you know, Bill Belichick is not that predictable of a guy. They were they had really high praise for the guy that they had already. I mean, a lot of us were like FOH, but at the same time, like we never know. We don't know if they're really trying to pay him 
you know, what they would have to pay him if he hit some of these incentives. So what did you guys think of one of the signings? And then what did you think of a former MVP um, basically having to sign for the minimum, having to sign for peanuts? Yo, they basically got Cam Newton for free. Um, He made way less money than Bobby Bonilla. Um, (laughs) Yo. Bobby Bonilla make more than Cam. Damn. Yo. I'm not – I'm not of uh, everyone knows I'm not a Cam Newton fan. Um I I you know wish for that gentleman at times to make it into the pit of the unfortunate. But when it's all said and done and we look at the landscape of what backup quarterbacks make, not starters. We're not talking we didn't get to the Ryan Tannehills of the world. Backups. My man like Chase Daniel. Uh my man Cool Bob Love up there backing up Aaron Rodgers, which is a little different since he's, you know, he's a rookie and they may have future plans for him. But guys that do not start but play quarterback are making five to eight times what Cam Newton is making, a former MVP and a starter in this league. Not a top, not an elite starter, but a starter. That's Even insanity. Nick Foles getting like a twenty bag <laughs> this season. Yo, yo, that's yo, yo. Nick Foles way better than Dude. Like, don't disrespect. Yo, but, but but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And now I, I'm I'm not. I wouldn't tell my huge Kennedy fan because I'm not. But at the same time, I don't think he's as bad as B. Austin does. But I think this is utterly ridiculous. If his name was yeah, because his name was people have to throw on target to play quarterback. If his name was Tyler Newton or Josh Newton, it wouldn't be this way. Yo, Cam, I, yo, the dude that comes in 15th place at the World Series of Poker makes more than Cam. I ain't say wins it. I said 15th place. <laughs> Bottom line yo, and, is, and, and, and like, it's not yo, only happening to Cam. Remember, we talked about this. Jameis. Jameis. Like we can clown like, Jameis all we want, NFL but his numbers, crazy. his numbers, even though the interceptions are crazy. His numbers are not, you know, numbers of somebody who needs to go somewhere and beg for a one-year deal. And, 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 prove, and prove themselves. When you, right. When you got all these games down here, like, that's when it gets crazy, when, when you can see the obvious disparities in these situations. Because, you know, I'm Yo, like, yeah, man, I, don't, I don't think, like, super highly of, of Cam Newton. But at the same time, he has some credentials to where even if he's coming yo. off an injury, he needs more guarantees. So, even if, if it's a prove-it-to-me contract, was, it shouldn't be a was, minimum prove-it-to-me contract. Yeah, so, if his name was Tyler Newton and with the Heisman so, Trophy, oh, he took a team to 15-1 to the Super Bowl, won the MVP of the league. Yo, it's no way. It, yo, it's no so, way. Yo, Nathan so, Nathan Peterman Nathan Peterman makes more than Cam and James. The Peterman, yo 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 yo, the Peterman don't make more than Cam, Jeff. The Peterman does not make more, more than, than Cam. Cam. And J- yo, listen, he makes more than Cam and and James combined. Yo, the Peterman can't play football. <laughs> the Peterman cannot play football. Well, this NFL is This isn't. Like some multi-year deal that he was already on. He was signed. He was signed by the Raiders this off-season for two point one million dollars. 
He was signed by somebody. That's the thing. Like, listen, what the hell has he done? Cam has proven more. Forget the MVP. Forget the Super Bowl appearance. Cam has proven more sitting on the sideline and missing all that time these this past couple seasons than Peterman has since he's been in the league. Since he's been alive. Like that like cause the NFL is blatant with theirs, yo. 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 Actually, I think some I black football man. quarterbacks Jay-Z over Peter Man. man. Jay Z could have changed all this. Yo, I know I know the people are gonna take are going to take these words. But I don't I don't give a I don't give a rat's ass. This is white supremacy. It, it is, right? It, it, it is. Ring my bell. bell. Yo, let me, let me break this down. So you mean to tell me, and I'm lightweight upset with Cam. I'm lightweight upset with Cam. Maybe Jameis, too. That you guys are more crucial, are more into being accepted and assimilating than standing up for your actual value. Yo, this is the problem. We chased we chase assimilation and acceptance rather than equity and independence. Shout out to yeah. Jim. Yeah, I know Cam and Dak, you know, they like to talk that talk for the other man sometimes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Cam definitely. Cam and Dak Cam ain't got no tattoos. For the other man. But, you know, yo, yo, they make less money than the Peter man, yo. Yo, the Peter man has a career oh. passer rating of 32.5. <laughs> Yo, the Peter man. He listen, listen. Yeah, he has a career man. Yet, listen, he has a career completion percentage of fifty-two point three. He has five hundred and forty-eight career yards. He's thrown three career touchdowns to twelve career interceptions. Yet, like Jimmy's saying, he's damn near making more than well guaranteed. He's making more than Jameis and Cam Newton combined. Nathan Peterman may be the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I don't yo, understand. Yo, we can't pay taxes. We can't pay his taxes. I'm, yo, no, ma. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> pay my agent and pay his taxes. <laughs> That's nasty. Yo, he definitely, yo, he definitely <laughs> make less than Jimmy. B. B. Austin can buy I'm, two or three broke, cans. Baby. Yo, 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 be often trade yeah. oil contracts on a daily basis that make more than Cam. <laughs> yo, this is crazy, though. It, it is definitely crazy. And that actually brings me to our um, our quote of the week. Our quote of, quote of the week um, is from Richard Sherman. So when he saw this deal, uh, he tweeted, how many former MVPs have had to sign for the minimum? Asking for a friend. Just ridiculous. A transcendent talent and less talented quarterbacks are getting $15 million, $16 million a year. Disgusting. Um, I mean, hey. there's, no way, there's no way around the fact that Richard Sherman has a point. That's what we've just been talking about. Even if you don't think Cam is an elite starter, um, go down your list of non-elite. Like, go down your list, and Yo. you're going to find a whole lot of dudes who are making – what he just said, 15, 16, even $20 million, you know, to start and some as backups. So it's kind of ridiculous. I was teed up, even I was teed up with Chase Daniels examples, with Chase Daniels examples, with, 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 
you know, with Ryan Tannehill exam, I completely forgot that the Peter Man existed. Yo, the Peter Man. Yo, I got a question for y'all. Because they can do stuff like this with people who are better uh, than uh, No, 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 no. Real real quick, Jimmy. Real quick, Jimmy. Let me ask you a question. Who is better, Dev? Mike McMahon or the Peter Man? Mike McMahon better than the Peter Man. That's just Mike McMahon. Dude, that's Robert. I ran a court Detmer before I took the Peter Man. I, I got a question for y'all, though. Like, first of all, the, the union should say something about this. But, so, but my, my actual question is, Cam probably made more money than this when he was at Auburn. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure he probably made more than this at Florida State. That's why they were, like, wondering why he was stealing computers when they were paying him all that money. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yo, this is it, it's utter, utterly ridiculous, man. Like I said, you don't even have to be a Cam Newton fan to see – the disparity and you know what's happening. I'm not a Cam I'm, Newton I'm, fan. I hate I'm, the ball. I'm, I'm, I'm all for okay. You've been injured, um, so you're gonna have to prove yourself a little bit. But come on, man, a base of one point, not even one point five, one point oh five, and a guarantee of five fifty. Um, Jimmy, me and Jimmy was talking off air, and he was like, "With with what you say, Jim? With coronavirus." It might not be a season. He might not get that. Yeah, he ain't getting the check anyway. Yo, it, it's to me, this is like, it, it's, this is crazy because, like, when I think about the fact that, and regardless of what you say, my man got an MVP. He got a Heisman Trophy. Like, he's a he's he's like a decorated player. Usually, you get that, yo. Even if you even if people think yo he ain't that good no more, you get that just based on old work in the league. Like, but, you know but what I'm saying? Think like, about it. also think about this, Jim. He's on a team playing for a coach where you don't have to be 2015 Cam to possibly make a long run in the playoffs and maybe get to the Super Bowl. This dude might get to the yeah. Super Bowl on a, on a million-dollar deal, getting 550 guaranteed. Now, I'm pretty sure if they make it that far, then there has to be some incentives in there behind some team success. So if they make it that far, he would be getting paid a little bit more. But it's still – crazy that so much of this hinges on incentives. I understand that premise, but the base has to be a bit higher. You know what I'm saying? I can, I can totally understand. Like, look, dude, nobody knows because you've been injured. Nobody knows if you're still good or whatever, but it can't be 550 plus incentives. That's all I'm saying. That's crazy, sir. <laughs> Kooky talk. That's absolutely nuts. That's absolutely nuts, yo. All right. He's so, probably um, one of the more recognizable players in the whole league too. That's the crazy part. Yeah. I mean he definitely is. His, uh, his can you imagine brain, what he's gonna wear? Alone, being... yo, can you imagine what he's gonna wear his first more than <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on, draw. Let's go to our quote of the week because it's loosely related to all of this stuff that's going on. Um, I found this ironic. It's not even really a stat. It's just an occurrence. It's about the quarterback carousel this offseason, and it kind of went full circle between four teams. I mean, I know other teams picked up quarterbacks, but if you look at the uh, Patriots, the Bucks, the Saints, and the Panthers, all of they all they did was pretty much move quarterbacks on 
to the next team in that circle. Here's, here's the example of the carousel that just happened. Um, so uh, Tom Brady leaves the Patriots and signs with the Bucks. Jameis Winston leaves the Bucks and signs with the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater leaves the Saints, signs with the Panthers. Cam Newton leaves the Panthers, completes the circle, and signs with the Patriots. Like, have y'all ever seen a more ironic quarterback carousel during an offseason before? Or have we just not ever nah. paid attention to it? <laughs> because it wasn't brought to our probably that, probably, probably that, too. Because, like, you know, because on all the moves, like, like, all these quarterbacks, like, you, know. you know, we just replaced other people. And these were, Yo, these were four fairly – these were four big names. You know what I'm saying? So, I think even if something like this happened before, it might have happened with – some mediocre quarterbacks or just people that weren't considered superstars. You got two superstars, uh, two MVPs. Uh, Jameis probably, yeah. What do you consider Jameis right now? A star? Top Even 10. though he gets clowned a lot. 10. He got to be at least a star. He's top 10. And then Teddy Bridgewater, who was um, predicted by all to light it up, you know, before his injury. Shout out to Fred Perdue. <laughs> <laughs> I still want my money. <laughs> he don't he don't pay up like um like my bookie. I'm gonna have to send somebody for him. Um, yo, yo, Fred don't pay on no but Fred asked that everybody, yo. <laughs> Fred don't even pay off contests that he sponsors. <laughs> yeah, like what are you doing, cuz? Yeah, you trash Fred. Yo, Fred, you got people running up on us with the blickies, like where my money at? You know, we, we paid your debt. Yo, oh, Fred, good. respect. Yo, Fred, respect your job, B. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that quarter. Shout out to me. All right, so let, let's get a little little NBA before we uh, go to the phone lines. So we're gonna go to the phone lines, uh, but let's get some of these topics so we could talk to the homies on the phone line about you know any of the stuff that we talked about. So the NBA, uh, we talked about it last week or how they're going to allow um, basically they're pandering. They're going to allow people to put social justice phrases, terms, words, whatever on the back of their jerseys um, down in Orlando in the bubble when the restart happens. Um, So the NBA players got together and they said, okay, nobody's going to wear the name of any deceased people on the back of their jersey. Now, my initial thought when I heard that was basically, you know, I, I was just thinking like they were just paying them, just just being a little bit more respectful, even though a lot of people probably would think it's respectful to put their names on the jersey. But I found out that it was, it was basically, and also thought it might have been a numbers game. Like, you know, I might want to wear this dude, but it might not be enough if all of us want to wear that. From what I'm reading, it came down down to the fact that they didn't want to forget anybody. So they didn't want to um, offend anybody, you know, that maybe doesn't have as high profile as George Lloyd or uh, or Eric Garner (laughs) or Trayvon Martin or somebody like that. So they decided decided to have it all so they wouldn't forget. (laughs) But they wouldn't forget anybody. They've They've been bodying us so bad. Yo, how sad is that? Think about They've it. They've been bothering us so bad they didn't want There's to forget. There's so many names out there that we don't know about. Wow. 
and and their people probably would be like, man, you know what I'm saying? We're not getting any publicity for our case, or um, because there's a lot of people after George Floyd was murdered. You know, there's a lot of cases. A lot of people saw that as an opportunity to get their, you know, son, daughter, husband, whatever, get their case back in the spotlight to get some movement on what's basically stagnant cases. And you can't blame them because if, if that's what's happening right now, then maybe they can get some justice. But there's, there's been at least four or five names of people that happened before George Floyd that I hadn't heard of until after George Floyd. So I can kind of understand yeah. where they were going with this. But that is crazy. Dude. Yo, I just want I just want to know if John Morant, like, I know that he he was made to apologize. Like, y'all see the whole joint with John Morant? I, I didn't. I saw that he was made to apologize, but I never got into the to the article to see what he was apologizing for. What, what did he do? So it was a it was a photo that someone created, and he retweeted it and was like, "You already know." It's like it's something like not, he didn't say you already know. He said like, "Damn right," or something like that. But it was a uh, a picture of him with the number twelve on, and the name on the back said F. Oh, I'm not. We, we're a family that. friendly show. Yeah. Oh, so, so the name on the, the name on the back of the what? Woman? <laughs> it said it said F U C K in his number twelve. So, <laughs> and he retweeted you put it together. And he tweeted it out and was like, you know what I mean, like co-signing it. And you know, twelve made him apologize right away. They probably said they probably came to his crib like, oh really? And they probably told the um. They probably told the NBA, like, you know, everybody know what a wide world of sports are. And, you know, if anything jumps off, don't call us. <laughs> they probably threatened <laughs> to pull any kind of security from the NBA down there. Yeah, they put the clan, they put the vice. But, I, I'm, but the thing about it is, you know, the thing of allowing them to do this is interesting to me because, like, there's going to be so much pressure because you have guys that are trying to be, like, real creative. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so then, if it was me, I would just wouldn't even participate because, like, what you gonna do? Right, right. We shall overcome on the back of your jersey. Like, what you gonna do? Yo, speaking of, because we weren't even gonna talk about this, but the pandering is crazy because uh, I'm hearing that the NFL is gonna play the Black National Anthem in Week One. Um, stop, y'all gotta guys. stop. Y'all gotta stop. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all gotta chill right now. I got chill right now. It's, it's like it's going too far, man. Like we we still taking Yo, that's, that's really models. that's a real story. We, we, that's a real story. After I saw yeah, it, yeah, it's real. Sources say NFL, you know, among other things, going to play the Black National Anthem Week One. Um, Yo, shout out to Jigger for getting that done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they gotta chill, yo, man. man. Rest in peace. That's Jake. not the Rest actionable items that we're looking for, man. They taking people off syrup bottles and singing black national anthems, and meanwhile, like you know, four, five, ten, twelve more people than died at the hands of the police since the uprising. Like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. A lot of cities. Yo, yeah, I don't get it. But um, yeah, Yo, I'm cool. I'm cool on. I'm cool on all of, all of the pandering, man. Where's the equity? That's that's the question. Where's the equity? We'll see. We'll see. All right. So no names of the deceased on the back of the jerseys. 
But the NBA is also planning to paint Black Lives Matter in two spots on all three courts that they'll be using in Orlando. So, you know, as I heard after uh, Mayor Bowser in D.C. set it off with uh, the Black Lives Matter Plaza down a block from the White House, um, her little petty power move and, and her back and forth with Donald Trump. Um, I heard like 36 other cities have Black Lives Matter painted on the street somewhere. So Black Lives Matter on the street is about to be the new Martin Luther King Boulevard. Um, But now we're doing it on the basketball courts. They're going to have Black Lives Matter on the NBA courts um, during the recess. Hilarious. Hilarious. Um, this is ridiculous. Yo, I, I, somebody needs to find Donald Sterling and get a microphone in front of his face. I need to know what he thinks about all this. While he's sitting there with the money machines rolling from his $2 billion sale, just talking trash, probably. Um, so they're doing all of this, but COVID cases are rising, not only in the NBA ranks, but in sports in general. The Nuggets ended up closing their facility because two more of their players uh, tested positive for the virus. Um, Nine more NBA players in all, making a total of 25 um, who currently have the virus. Not, I don't think they're counting, you know, the, the, the Rudy Gobert's and the Donovan Mitchell's and the the four uh, Brooklyn Nets that had it before the lockdown or during the lockdown. Um, And in the NHL, 15 players tested positive in their last round of tests. So, you know, I keep asking you guys this question. Like, we keep talking about restarts and everybody's bringing these plans up and what they're going to do and what's going to be on the court. And are are, are these leagues going to start back up? Are we really going to have sports? Or just are we at a place where they're like, if everybody who contracts it seems to get over it pretty easily, and if most of them are asymptomatic, like, are we just going to go ahead with life until, you know, a tragedy, a real tragedy happens. Um, I don't know, because I'm starting to think this is just our new normal. Like, it's just here, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? In, in the words of uh, your man, Hassan Campbell, man, it is what it is, man. Like, we just got to you figure just, out. You just, uh, you just arrived at that conclusion, brother? Yeah. No, 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 no. It no, is no, what, what, saying. It is what saying. it is. It is what it is. What I'm saying is the league is going to go forward. They don't care. Um, until like, yeah. you know, a big name dies or something, because some people, some people are still dying from this, believe it or not. And also, right. like I, I know a couple other people that have caught it and have recovered, and even some people that are have pre-existing conditions that have re- have recovered. But anyone I know that has had it has told me like, "Yo, the way they describe it, I don't want, <laughs> yo, I don't want no parts of it. Even though they're still here with us, I don't want no parts of it." Yeah. Yo, there's some people that have had it and recovered, and they say my recovered state is not the same as my previous state. That too. That too. That too. Like I'm not cool. I'm 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 good, but I'm only ninety percent. The boy Rudy Gobert still can't smell sometimes and taste. Like, Yo, you can't taste that nasty ass food in Utah. <laughs> Yo, the stuff that poisoned the, the Michael Mike. Jordan pizza. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like that was three months ago. So yeah, like I just don't, I don't want anything that's gonna possibly change my life in in any way. Um, Forever, you know, unless unless I get it, 
lose some pounds and and become a hundred percent with the lost pounds, then yeah, we can talk about that. That might be all right. You try using you try use COVID as a diet test. <laughs> COVID diet. Nah, but yeah, but but Jimmy's right though, man. There's people that are still dying um over this, especially this new wave is starting to happen. So the hospitals are starting to fill up again. So we might start, you know, we might get back into that little horror realm that we were in three months ago when so many people were dying. I hope we don't get back to that. But it's like I said, it's to a place where people are hospitalized. We're hearing about, I don't know, it kind of seems like, especially in the sports realm, there, you know, we're just hearing about the people who tested positive, but they may feel all right because that might be what they need to get support, to keep support to, to start all of this stuff back up. Like, they're not going to sit here and, and dwell on the people that are dying like they did three months ago when they were trying to scare us all to staying in the house. Like they're trying to, they trying to dwell on the negative, I'm on the positive right now. So they have a reason and an excuse, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see, man. Still scary to me. Crazy. Guys. <laughs> no. Yeah, crazy. Let's go. Yeah, literally the U S had its largest, uh, its largest, um, diagnosis day. Where they had like a hundred a hundred thousand cases and that's, in a day. And, and that's crazy. This far in, man. Like like the US really botched this, man. They they handled this like some third world country or something like that, man. Like Americans are so arrogant though. That's Arrogate why we're arrogant. in the position that we're in because nobody can tell an American what to do because this is the land of the quote unquote free and, and the home of the brave. Let me go outside and take my chances. Don't tell me what to do. Like people rather risk dying and or or at the very least getting sick just so they can say I didn't let somebody tell me what to do. And I don't, yeah, I mean that that's 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 it right there. But that's how they feel, yo. They <laughs> I don't want to wear a mask because I don't want you to the, tell me to wear a mask. <laughs> the all bars matter. Like they shut down some bars in Kansas and Texas. Like yo, y'all can't shut these bars down. Like these bars matter, yo. And I'm like, they shut the bars down because y'all out there dying. You know, Herman Cain <laughs> got the Herman Cain got the jump, man. Herman Cain, aka nine nine nine. And he, he was the, at a the, he um, was at a Trump rally with no mask on. And then the next thing you know, he got it. So yeah, you know, all right, you know, if you want to kill yourself, go ahead. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna shame you <laughs> for killing yourself. I might get these jokes off, but you know, I'm not gonna shame you. All right, so let's go to the phone lines, man. We got the homie Nods waiting, calling in from GA. What up, Nods? Lift every voice and sing. <laughs> Louder, Jerry. We need you on <laughs> outro, Roger. We, we going to need you no. to really cooperate on it. Like, now, this is bro. the thing, Nods. If they do that, <laughs> are all the players going to kneel to show them that it's not disrespectful? See, our own anthem, and we're kneeling. <laughs> Is that going to be a thing? Or uh, how many black players? Not here. How many we black all players? might stand at attention for that, and then when they play the American joint, everybody going to go down on the knee. That's how many black at. players will be hearing? How many black players will be hearing that song for the first time? For the first time, a whole lot. M- meant most a whole all lot. of the African Americans. Everybody that play in like yeah. the, the the Big Twelve, like I don't know. right. I don't know. 
gonna have to have a phone with them to really stay with the words. They gonna have to have the words on the on the big screen or something <laughs> for, to keep everybody <laughs> to, to sing along. But but you I mean, know, just saying, we just take it like our like our president when when he stands for that. <laughs> <Right. act. laughs> when, when somebody when somebody is treating something that you take serious as a farce, your response can't be to try to bend them to your will. Your response should be to treat them as ridiculously as they are treating you. So you try to get all of them to sing it. You say, well, we want the owners to sing it too then. If y'all want to do this stupid stuff, y'all want to do this ceremonial stuff and non-tangible things, then we're going to lean into it and get as ridiculous as y'all, uh, as y'all offer is. We're going to make ridiculous requests. So, yeah, we want all ownership to have to sing this. We want Jerry to come down and have to sing. Like if that's how they want to play, then you play the game with them the same way. NBA, when Adam Silver talking about he's going to be in and out the bubble, nah, bro, you got to stay in the bubble with us too the whole time. Matter of fact, we're going to need a GM or a basketball operations executive. We're going to need one from every team that have to be locked into the bubble as well. Like, yep. when you get ridiculous requests, be ridiculous as well, man. But salute to y'all for the show, bro. Like, that, that last story just kind of hit me like, what? They want them to <laughs> sing, lift everything. And we talked about this on the, on the, on another show that we do. The pandering has gotten to the point where I'm looking at it. Like, like you just said, Nas. at this point, I think they're clowning us. Like they're doing yeah. so many ridiculous things. I think they're clowning us and they're having like a white supremacist game of, can you top this? Like how far can you go? To, to look, you know, to pander to them in a ridiculous manner, even though we're not changing anything that they're really asking for. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I can say, look, I'm not giving you no reparations. I painted Black Lives Matters on on the streets. I'm not giving you any reparations. Come on, man. That's accurate. Yo, right. It's, 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 it's the reverse Godfather offer. We will give you everything but what you're asking for. Anything else is possible. Yeah. <laughs> but what you're asking for? No, we ain't doing that. But anything else? Hey, it's a yeah. grab, baby. Yo, Naj, I got to get your opinion on this, though. Be also, you might want to mute, too, because you, you sound crazy. But, uh, Naj, what do you think about Cam Newton? Oh, yeah, man. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause y'all, y'all was, dude, y'all got it real heavy on that. Y'all got it in, y'all got it in well. Because it's a real complicated thing, like, it ain't just the normal racism. It ain't just the normal bigotry. It's the black tax that a black quarterback has to pay, for one. That's one thing. The other mm-hmm. part to this is, which a lot of people don't understand, is a lot of people in the NFL got their jobs based off nepotism, good old boys network, and just being stupid. So, of course, Bill Belichick has been running rings around him for 30 years, and the only things they follow from Belichick are stupid sayings. So, Character, culture, da 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 da. So in their mind, they're like, "Yeah, we gotta develop the culture." Meanwhile, Bill is signing murderer in a minute. He'll sign anybody. Exactly. To get them for a good price, but the they Patriot don't. Never, they don't ever see that part of it. So the, the whole concept of Patriot Way is actually looking for market inefficiencies and exploiting them. So with this Cam situation, the only reason they got them for the low price is what? There were no other offers on the table because the rest of the league is stupid, compromised. Uh, you know, people who got advanced through nepotism and hold serious grudges. Remember when Cam came out and that Nolan Naraki comes out? He has a disingenuous smile. He's just not a leader. You remember all that mm-hmm. stuff? 
I remember that. I do remember that. They still believe that stuff about Cam. They they still believe that about him. When in reality, Cam is their type of guy. If they actually met him, that dude (laughs) hired Frank Lutz as his manager. Like, he is not about this Black Lives Matter life or anything. They don't even understand it. Cam and Dak will speak out. For the other side, if you allow him to. So it's like, yeah, they looking, they, they're not looking deep enough. Cam's right. like, yo, man, I'm, I'm ready. Cam, like, I'm ready to coon for y'all, man. What's wrong with y'all? In a lot of solid colors. This about to be solid color, Cam. Like navy blue, thick coats, uh, you know, newsboy hats and stuff like that. It ain't gonna be none of that crazy yeah. stuff we used to see in Carolina. We about to change the game on that. My man but said newsboy hat. Hey, bro, you can see it. You know, you know that dude. But ultimately, it's, yeah, it's one man. of the best signings. He gonna come out there. It's with one of the best signings the bro, in NFL hat. history. If that dude is healthy, you're getting a franchise level Pro Bowl quarterback for nothing, nothing. Huh? And if he's injured, he'll possibly retire, and you just start Jared Stidham and you keep it moving. But you lose nothing by yeah. bringing them in for this low amount. That, that's right? a, like, oh, oh, from from the football standpoint, Belichick did what he should. I mean, he played chess with the rest of the league. Like you said, the upside is crazy. And if he doesn't pan out, let him go anyway. It ain't gonna really cost you nothing. Yeah, I didn't spend anything. They probably you know <laughs> right. they probably draft right. the quarterback anyway. walks in there and You just keep it moving. And, and what are you doing? You're playing ball control football anyway. You got that top rated defense. Not many weapons on offense. So you're going to play the way that you planned on playing anyway, which is probably going to win the division, even though people picking Buffalo because they're crazy. And, you know, we, we, New England marches on, same old, same old kind of game. And Josh McDaniels probably really wants a quarterback who can kind of do some of this air raid stuff, new college concept stuff, and he hasn't been able to roll it out because he had time. So he's probably, you know, excited. If, like, if the shoulder is right, if that foot is right. If those two are not right, then, you know, you might see Cam retire because yeah. ain't no way in hell you're yeah. going to be a backup in Boston and survive as a big, giant black quarterback. Like, bruh, it'll get real <laughs> ugly on him if he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely he, he definitely going to come out there this year with the, uh, with the Peaky Blinders hat. Yo, it's, cra- <laughs> it's crazy that, that they don't realize that Cam is, is from a, a political perspective, an all-lives-matter dude. The only thing he doesn't have is the white girl. He got everything yep. else. <laughs> yep. It makes no sense yeah, how many people see. hate his guts that don't know him. Cam's a yes sir, no sir guy too. Like he's real thick on that. Like I don't think people get that. Like Belichick is going to like him because he's coachable. Like I said, everything depends on the health. But let me get this last point in on the NBA, man. Because mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people are, are, are trying to present it like the NBA is marching players off to their death. When no, the reality of it is, this is a partnership. This is a partnership, and the gains of it are so great that they're willing to take the risk. Now, here's why when people say, you know, whatever, it doesn't make sense. Do you think Instagram models are safer with James Harden in the, bu- in the bubble or outside of the bubble? Like, people are acting like these are people who are going to follow safe social distancing uh, rules and quarantine if they weren't playing in the bubble. For the most part, That's NBA players going to get out there. They're going to mingle, bro. But but here, here's where the real story kicks in. You're All right. And if there wasn't, like, the possibility of a restart, they probably would have been out there wilding in the last three months. <laughs> right. 
and, and here, here's here's where the big part where everything kicks in. All of us got streaming services and, and movies and stuff that we've been watching. Nobody's recording right now. There's going to become a, a dry period where there's no new available entertainment because studios mm-hmm. aren't filming, people aren't recording. So the NFL, NBA, MLB, all of them are trying to hit that sweet spot and have a sport available when it happens because it's going to be a ratings bonanza. The TV networks are going to throw Absolutely. money at them like crazy even after this. So that's why there's this rush to get this done. Now, in my mind, they don't finish the season. Maybe they get a month. Maybe they can get a month. (laughs) Right. Maybe they can get a month through this. But this is a real, 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 like, I mean, this is an ambitious idea. The idea that a few people get it singularly and you're able to isolate them and keep everything moving. More realistically is what? You have a cluster effect. One team has five uh, players get it. Another team has six. And then you got to look at the teams they played and the teams they, you know, uh, fraternized with and everything else, and all of this gets shut down. Like, I don't see this going no full three months. But with that big pot of gold out there, they got to try. And, and that's how they're looking at it. No doubt. No doubt. Man, that's crazy. Great you think about it. Well, you think about it that way. Nice. <laughs> we, know, we know this is going to end up bad, but we got to do it anyway. <laughs> You gotta do it. No, I mean, I'm not gonna do it. Like, you know, you ask me, I'm like, okay, it's risky, but whatever you're willing to risk for my entertainment, just Jim, just like you used to say with with cats on steroids. Like, yo, if you wanna shoot yourself in the butt with some foreign (laughs) substance to entertain me, like who am I to stop? Yo, yo, it's like it's all, it's almost like it's almost like when you in the club late at night and you see a you see a young lady over there and you really don't like whoa, her. You really whoa, don't, tell, don't tell me. Look, no no what I'm saying and, and you know you know you're gonna hate yourself the next day, but you like look, I got I gotta do this anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna hate I'm gonna hate I'm gonna hate myself tomorrow. I'm gonna hate myself tomorrow, but I'm but this is what it is right now. Oh, now if social media ruined that aspect of nightlife because there's many of us who if this was if this was alive in the nineties, we'd have some pictures of some things that we brought home that we would have been ashamed of. You know what I'm saying? Uh, big, bigger than the bigger than the bed. She was bigger than the bed. Like we've had we've all had some nights where we made some choices like I know. It's but, and, crack and the, bad part, yeah, the bad part would have been we would have took the photos and posted them before everything and told, and told on ourselves. You were drunk. When you were drunk, and then you wake up sober, like, oh my God, what did I post? <laughs> not, not, not what did I do? Because you're like, you know, I was gonna do it regardless. But <laughs> so why did I show anybody? <laughs> hey man, there've been there've been many times where I had to roll into the heavyweight division because the night wasn't going well, and you know what I'm saying? It was what it was. Wow. It was what it was. Super heavyweight though. Been in the heavyweight I, I division, predator division. Like, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, man. Thanks for your call as usual. I always right, y'all be safe. Sure. Y'all and you too. <laughs> boy said the boy said yo. He said the the predator division, yo. <laughs> hey, man, it, it happened. I'm gonna predator. Shout out, shout out, shout out to a couple of my Howard homies. Some of them Jones yeah. got some fire biscuits. But anyway. I know. They be having them fire bodies too, but they just look like predator. All right. But well, we're getting way off uh, 
topic. Yeah, y'all drawing. <laughs> we, we, we drawing with a L. We got Tobias on the line out in Arizona. I know he's happy because the tide about to be rolling soon. What up, Tobias? What's going on, fella? Tobias. Roll damn tight. Hey, let's be honest. Roll tight. Let's be honest. Like, might not roll because you got dumbass kids out there, college kids, throwing COVID parties. Hey, man, this is them? what I'm saying. Yeah, we got white so people out here literally dying for Trump. And they're putting money in the pot. And they're doing it purposely. To, the, the, the money is for whoever catches COVID. So they're going in, they're... they're Partying in groups to see who can catch COVID. Like they're trying to do this, and whoever catches it gets all the money in the pot from that particular party. What is oh, they going to mess hey, up football uh, for you, man? Don't hey, you, you know, I told this one person on my page who's always mad about wearing a mask. I was like, okay, if masks are inconvenient and it won't keep the same thing happening to you, right? She's like, yeah. If you had another kid and got delivered a kid, do you want the doctor wearing a mask or not? If you had surgery, open heart surgery right now, would you want the doctor to wear a mask or not? Uh, you said masks going to do nothing, right? Inconvenience them. They're going to be there for a couple hours doing open heart surgery. Do you want them not to wear a mask? Let them take it out and breathe all in your heart. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Because you already know this. Once football season canceled, everybody wants to wear a mask then. It's too late. And, um, I mean, and, and all the people that are fighting against it is weird because really, mass is really a sign. It's a, it's a show of respect because yeah, you know, from the studies, it does more to help other people from contracting something if you happen to have it if you're wearing a mask. It's not really like, oh, I'm gonna put on this mask so I can stay safe. But if everybody's doing it, then the percentage of everybody saying stay, stay, staying safe increases. I just don't understand why people don't understand this. But yeah, because the numbers went up Amer- here. Yo, because Americans, man. Americans you can't have, tell Americans what to do. Crazy. It's going to sound crazy what I'm getting ready to say. Americans have too much freedom. Yep. <laughs> like, and our, and our arrogance, our arrogance as Americans is, is absolutely insane, man. Like, and I knew this before, but this is just, like, really displaying it. Because when, when you travel... When you travel and you go to different countries, you can see an American a mile away because we just walk mm-hmm. around with a certain arrogance. It don't and, matter and where we are. We can be in another country land, making them speak English. You speak English? No, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you? <laughs> Yo, we arrogant? Trust Yo, me, I've been there. It's like, it's like they, they're trying to get whatever store they're going to to speak English. They're trying to get you to take American cash, even though a lot of them bend the knee to that for some reason. But <laughs> It's like, yo, just like if these people came yo. over here and you ran a store and they tried to pay you in pesos or euros, you'd have a. Fit. I'm gonna tell you why, yo. Hey, you probably take euros. Trying to hand it off like and, 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 and Tobias, I know you understand this because you you're a military guy, but like, yo, we we've been we've been kind of like sold. Not I don't want to say sold a lot, but we've been branded to our entire lives that first of all, everywhere else you go is inferior to us. Everywhere else. Is and, and, and don't be a don't be a European American because you just walk around the world like yo it's yours to the point mm-hmm. where that's that's why you see so many of these caring situations because you be like yo I'm gonna ask you I, I, you have I, to I, I, I was I was going to step in and correct you gentlemen because 
there's a certain we that's being used that literally does not oh, apply just, to anyone yeah, on this show. Right none, yeah. none of us. No, no, but even, even, but even with us though, even with us though, we like we, but it, even with us, we go somewhere and we have a certain level of arrogance. But when you talk about a European American, there's just, there's even more heightened than us because they walk around like they own the earth, which is you why, which is why they do for me, like, you got I'm I when I'm abroad, I'm a little nervous because I'm an American. I mean, yeah. I don't be wanting people to know, yeah. but I know I, we I do stick break, out. Yeah. I don't be wanting people to know. I, I, I tell you why arrogance that see black <laughs> people's arrogance going over right. people arrogance going overseas is that we know we can smash their bras. Hey, good looking out of Uncle Sam, boy. Hey, I, I, I'll say this. Thanks to Uncle Sam. Hey, you's over there taking them biscuits, man. Hey, you ain't lying. Hey, I was about to touch on that. Hey, but, but, but hey, but I was in Japan getting all the damn sums. That's all I got to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they called. Hey, they, 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 they called. Hey. Hey, they, 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 you know, you know, they ain't called my dorm the hot pot for nothing, but uh, you know, <laughs> but you know, like the NBA Yo. thing, right? Hey, first, I gotta, I gotta touch on Cam Newton, right? Yeah, part of me giving Cam, part of me giving Cam crap because of NFC South hate, you know. That's all part of me giving Cam hate for that. But the problem is, and people talking about oh, racism, progress. No, this is stuff we're talking about because financially, you cannot tell me. That Nathan Peterman, Blaine Gabbert, AJ McCarron, Chase Daniels, and Chad Hinn, who get paid to drink Gatorade all day on Sundays, get paid more than Cam Newton. And, uh, Chase Daniels paid to, to hold clipboards and drink Gatorade for a lot of years and a lot of money. And, I don't know if he can play. I just hear We that don't know. He I hear you know the that offense. Good, but I'm like, that has to be from practice. He's he started like five games his entire career, but he's made like thirty four million dollars. You know you know what kills me, guys? They always say with a white quarterback, you know his offense. It ain't hard to learn these offense. You give them the damn playbook, they'll figure it out. Uh, I, always you know. whole, I, I always thought that whole premise was overrated though. They're gonna bring yeah. such and such in because he played with this coach sixteen years ago in college and he knows the offense. Philip Rivers. Come on, man. Philip Rivers, for example. He ran the counter trade with Joe Gibbs. So, so, Philip so Rivers is shot, right? Think about this. Philip Rivers is done. He should be in the glue factory right now. But he coached Mac Maggie like played with him like eight years ago. He had this great year. Now, oh, whoever the um whoever the uh coach coach is, I forgot his name. Oh, it was Frank Wright. Yeah. But uh, how many years ago Frank Rice coached Phillip Rivers? They told me to go bring him $25 million. The dude can't even throw the ball 20 yards and fluttering in the wind. He's throwing cold ducks. I'm talking about the drink and the pass. Uh, he always out had here. that ugly, ugly release. Yeah. But, but, yeah, Cam Newton talking about, oh, well, we don't really – like, look, man. And the problem is, like, let's say the Bears, for example. And, uh, like, the only reason I was, like, take Cam over to Biscuit is that if it doesn't work out with Cam, you you out that deal. Or you got him for a couple of years because you're not going to be good enough to get Fields or Lawrence or the kid out of North Dakota State. So you got that. But you got Nick Foles, and we all know outside of Philly, it ain't been good for him. He might as Jeff Hosteller. You win one Super Bowl in that system, then another team gets you, and it's like, what the hell do we do? And so now you're stuck with that. 
and uh, and so I'm thinking, cause you know, my man though, he ain't no but but he fit that system is really is it, good, no, right? No, I see where but, the comparison comes from, but even the way yeah. they won Super Bowls was totally different. This dude won yeah. that Super Bowl. He won he that game. Like, he had a great game. From the, from the second round of the playoffs on, no, from the second half of the first round on, Nick Foles won those games. Like, boy, was balling. Some I knew, people, I, 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 listen, I, I knew they come in. I knew they was going to push back on that, Tobias. They just go on for the ride. But the same yeah, thing it's only the right, it's it's only the right thing to do, Jimmy. So, hey, the same thing with No, but with I, get, I get, the, I get the analogy, though. He was talking about the system. He's talking about the system. No, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely that. But yeah, I'm just saying it's them because like they put him in Jacksonville where he trying to fit with Leonard Fournette who doesn't fit the shotgun system. So the Bears, for example, I thought you bring in Cam, you bring him in for a year. If Mitch Trubisky's feelings are hurt, I'm sorry, he doesn't even produce. Like his suck is so bad, he doesn't even produce. And uh, and you got a coach whose job is going to be on the line. So I'm thinking to myself, man, you bring in Cam Newton, your team has the defense is going to be a little bit more inspired as well. And I just think that instead of taking on that other sixty some odd million of foes, and Cam is a better option on the Chiefs. But I, I, I do agree with Nas though. I believe the Patriots may like having Cam around. He could do more. If the pocket doesn't break, break down, he could do something. He could chuck it a little bit deeper. Because I hear all this time they talk about like Brady. He didn't have no weapon. He didn't have no weapon. Cam made the Super Bowl with Ted again as his number one receiver. Swiss cheese again. So hey, it's about what you do with those weapons, and it can he lift them up. And I think Cam will be fine there. He'll have a good coach in there too. And I think people don't realize that as well. I mean, dude, I mean it's the Patriots. At, at some point, they have to fall off, and it'll be kind of crazy if they fall off now. Because if they do, then everybody's gonna blame Cam for that, which is not fair. Because after twenty years of dominance, like at some point you do have to fall off, but. It's the Patriots. So we've already seen them replace Tom Brady for short, you know, for short term. And, and people come in and be fine and, and what they're doing. So if those dudes can come in and be fine, Cam should be able to come in and be fine, barring injuries. If, he, if he's healthy, he should be able to come in there and ball in the Patriots. Like them picking up Cam Newton, especially on the cheap, the Buffalo Bills, who, like Nye said, everybody's picking to win that division. You know they in you know they in up in Buffalo like oh damn like, with their quarterback it. and that like, quarterback is not what they make him out to be nah no nah. he's, he's not, not accurate they, you and know, people are right, hyping right, right, they, 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 they get you know they you get know what it is there but Jimmy you know you know what it is guys this is where this whole quarterback wins thing inflates you they made the playoffs with with a last place schedule. And a great defense, and a quarterback who could hit the ocean standing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who has who had worse accuracy, Josh Allen or, 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 or Biscuits Latile's inbox game. I don't know who has worse accuracy, but uh, yeah. but, but but yet the team won. Cause you watch that playoff game, they had opportunities to win that game. The dude can hit a simple pass, and you can, either you got it or you don't. And that, and that's that's one quarterback to watch in a year or two. Buffalo make a decision on because are they gonna pay this guy thirty some million dollars a year who has no accuracy? They will be That's smart. Not say, I've always said it, man. People fall for the quote unquote QB record too much. 
football is yeah. way like you can get that off in basketball. It's only five people out on the floor at one time. If you're carrying a team, it's obvious that you're carrying a team. Or at least, you know, one of the top two or three on a team and your importance shows. But if you get a quarterback who might be conservative, so he's not going to make a lot of mistakes, he can run and move the chains for you in situations where you have to do that, and your defense is crazy, this quarterback record is going to be inflated and you're going to think you have something more than what you have. I, I don't understand how the actual teams fall for it, Tobias, because y'all watch this dude practice every day. You know what he can't do. So we're just going to survive off what he can do instead of going to get somebody who can do it all. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. With the and, and it's like because they want to compare like Cam to athletes. I seen Cam, and I hate to say this because they beat Alabama that year. He took an offense team and had like one other guy who had a cup of coffee in the NFL, Nick Fairley, to a national title. And look at the NFL like what he was done. He didn't he didn't have all these great weapons. And it's like now like speaking of weapons, they, they keep talking about this rumor that the that the Bucks are gonna sign A B. They're not gonna sign A B. Because here's the no, thing with this, right? Don't don't sleep on everybody that y'all might get because of Tom Brady. That's gonna be the I best tell- thing he brings to y'all. People want to play I with. tell you, I tell you who doesn't want AB, Mike Evans, and especially Chris Godwin, because Chris Godwin is due for a contract after this season, and and Tom Brady loves AB. And see what and what what a lot of Bucks fans don't get is, if Tom Brady doesn't trust you or you mess up a route or something, he ain't throwing you the ball no more. And he loves AB. He loves Gronk. He gonna love the little white guy we got, Scotty Miller, five foot nine white right receiver. Oh, he gonna love him. Uh, <laughs> yes. So Chris Godwin's in a contract year. If AB comes, he gonna take some of those catches away. This mess of your negotiation. And so, and plus, you take a lot of yeah, catches away. Yeah. So why do you need him? Because at the end of the day, once you put him on the team, it's like ain't no more excuses. Now you got everything you want. They gave you I mean, everything. But- no excuse. You can't you can't sit there and be like you know want to be in a situation where there's no more excuses. Go for it. <laughs> go yeah, for it. and my thing is I don't like go nice. for it. If you if you go all in, you better be nice. This is what I say though. I think Brady. I think Brady's washed, right? Because I think he is. But I don't blame him for going for it because I am so tired of going to the bar and watching the TV on the tube television with the antenna on top of it in the bar. You know, I, I got tired of that, man. I got tired yeah. of sitting at the bar, turning my head to watch the game, what, and getting a crook in my neck after the game. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but see, we've been talking teams, right? It's like Bruce Arians, like they going all in, right? The problem is, is that this ain't the AFC East. This is the NFC South, right? You got the Panthers, still gonna be a decent team. You got the Saints there, and the Falcons. Who the hell knows? But they're not going to be one and fifteen, you know. So I think that in like the one, I always look at these numbers, right? So I posted in the group where it was like Brady on complete thirty-six percent of his passes under pressure, meaning that if that tackle misses block, he ain't moving. And that also, you know, and I think those some of the things in one of the most penalized teams missed a lot of kicks as well. Having that pressure now from the hot take media who actually going to watch Buffs games, and if any mistake they make, they ain't going to blame Brady. They gonna blame everybody else, and they are gonna be the ones talked about all the time. And, um, yeah. And, and my last thing before I go, the NBA bubble. 
I say I agree with Nas. You got to get out there and go kind of the entertainment, but also the salary cap issues as well. But I don't think that should be an asterisk out there if you win a title or not. And these guys, you know, I know some people don't want to be in the bubble for those months. Heck, I've been in the Middle East for six-plus months at a time in a tent. So, hey, I'm sorry. I would love to have you, DJ. But the NBA said <laughs> – It's about to play – it's about the NBA, the real NBA is about to look like summer league. That's what it's basically yeah. going to be. And, you know, and, like, and, and they keep talking about, right, that, oh, we're going to spend $100 million. I put this on my page, and somebody called me a grumpy old man for this. If you really care about the black social justice, are those caterers and chefs, are they black? The DJ, the entertainment going to be black. The barber's going to be black. The people okay. cleaning rooms are black. This is, this is an opportunity to get people paid. This is an opportunity yep. to get people paid. Pay these, pay the yeah. I don't give a damn about you playing the yeah. black national so, anthem. So, yeah. so, Tobias, the reality is that, that a lot of these white people that are giving in to this white guilt then are following the panders, and the panders are the folks that are just basically making a mockery of it. They're acknowledging what happened in the past and what was done. They're not acknowledging the effect to say that they benefit from what happened in the past. So I'm not going to give Bingo. you some extra, you know, leg up today for, you know, massive cracking the whip in 1869. They they don't know. They 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 will they will not put themselves at risk to help. Black Lives Matter. Like that ain't that ain't gonna happen. Now, now personally, I don't like. I was out on the group itself and read the mission statement. I understand like like saying the Mets is saying I'm cool with that, but them as a group, yeah, I'm out and I read the statement. That's how you know you know. But my thing is, I don't care about you playing a black national anthem at a game. I don't care about you spraying that on a court. Are, are you gonna prosecute these killer cops? Are you gonna <laughs> give some of these contracts to to the bubble to black businesses? That's what we need economic power because, hey, you could be like, hey, like Marion Barry did. You mandate certain percentage, 10 to 20 percent, black businesses. Yeah. That's uh, what are you going to change the law? Like, are we going to have to keep, like, renewing provisions in the Voting Rights Act? Like, like, like yeah. come on, man. Why, why is it still a provision? Why hasn't it been a sign? Yes. Hey, who cares about Aunt Jemima? You know the problem is, it's, I wouldn't even. That was Aunt Jemima lasted until 2020 anyway. Yeah. But you got to do I don't care that. I don't care they they put my picture of Uncle Ben's. Are you paying me for it? They used they made that character of a name. They still didn't pay the family. If you pay the family, I don't care what you say. And look at how many billions of dollars those families would have gotten if you know. And that's the stuff that we're talking. We don't give a damn about symbolism. How about some economic empowerment? Because that's our number one issue. But hey, you guys take it easy, man. And uh, you know, and y'all be good and stay out of them inboxes, Jimmy. Leave, leave them business yeah, alone, yeah, man. man. Hurry up. You know we're trying to load manage, man. We'll holler at you next week. All right. All right. All right, man. And before we get to uh, what happened this week while y'all were on the grind, just want to let you guys know, as usual, you can check out our website at warroomsports.com. If you want to call in and speak with us about any of today's topics, just dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. But if you're already listening from your phone, just press one if you want to talk. And also join us in the By the Hood chat room brought to you by By the Hood University. You've always wanted to learn about the stock market and how to make your money work for you, but haven't been able to do so? It's not your fault. This information was not taught to us in school, but it's also imperative if you want to create wealth and leave a legacy. 
War Room Sports has partnered with Bodyhood University to help you get started on your journey of learning to invest in possible financial freedom. Go to our website and click on the Buy the Hood logo at the bottom of our homepage or on the Sponsors and Partners page to get started. Use the promo code WRS, three letters, all caps, WRS, and receive 15% off everything on the Buy the Hood site. It's not too late to secure your financial legacy, so do it now. Jim, what happened this week while they were on the grind? Jim probably muted. <laughs> oh damn, yo! I was I was running my mouth too. I was killing it, yo. <laughs> while you were on the Grizz Naive, is brought to you by Sports the Book. It's the greatest sports book ever written. That's the bottom line. Sports the Book is at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. But it is time to talk about what happened this past week while you were on the Grizz Naive. Yo, I'm so mad. I can't even watch that. When when we gonna get that back? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, peep this though, right? Investors pressured Nike, FedEx, and Pepsi to sever ties with the Washington professional football team until they changed their team name. This is interesting. And also, we got um, news coming on. Right? Uh, it up. They tell they can't they can't even play in the FedEx field unless they change their name. So I don't know what's up with your man Snyder. What's Snyder going to do? He going to bend the knee or no? Um. Well, I I saw something else. That's going to make him, even if he tries to stand tall against these sponsors, you know, FedEx, Pepsi, and who else they say, Nike. If he tries, if he stands tall against them, there's one thing where he he's not going to have a choice but to bend the knee. And if he's really that prideful, he's going to have to sell the team. Because as, as you guys may or may not know, uh, the team has been trying FedEx to field. move back into the district. Because they, they currently play at FedEx Field in in, in right. Orlando, Maryland, they're trying to move the team back to Washington to the old site of RFK Stadium. So they want to get it. They're going to tear down. Well, the plan is they want to tear down old RFK Stadium and build a new stadium on that site. But a lot of the lawmakers now are even are clamping up the pressure even more, and they're saying if you don't change the name, we will not allow you to move the team back into the city. And and like you said, Jim, if FedEx if FedEx is is complaining where they play now, like they got a whole thing on their hands now. So you got two sides. I mean, FedEx has the naming right to the stadium that they play in now. So I don't know what kind of power they have. I don't know if they can keep them out of the stadium. They just have the naming rights to the stadium. But they but they want to leave that stadium. They want to come back into the district. They want a, a state of the art stadium. And lawmakers are saying. Nah, until you change the name, we're not going to go forward to, with this. So I think that's even more of a vice grip than the whole sponsor thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, and, and the funny thing to. is, like the tide has turned. To. Tide has turned to the point where Daniel Snyder has been trending on Twitter all day, and um, it's, it's getting ugly for him because now you got like a lot of the blue checks coming at his neck. So you know, it, it's it's. You know, he's going to get caught up in all this. And it's funny, right, because yeah. on our show, on our show, we often talk about being on the right side of history, right? Mm-hmm. And when you saw what happened to um, their, their previous owner, who pretty much was like, you know, had all his his whole legacy ripped down because of his ugly past. Um, but they thought that was going like, to be Bomani enough. Had brought this up. And they like, nah. Yeah, Bomani <laughs> had brought this up. Bomani was like, so how does, how does Daniel Snyder look at this? 
and think about his future. Like, what's your legacy going to be? Right. If you continuously fight on this line. But then, it's it, it's it's ironic and very hypocritical for him to oversee, pun intended, the the taking down of the founder from the Ring of Honor, taking down his memorial, you know, at the at the RFK Stadium. I don't know if Dan Snyder had anything to do with that. But at the same time, all this is happening to his franchise, so he has to sign off on this. But did he think, okay, if I if I take those if I take him out of the equation, are they gonna leave me alone? Like is he really naive enough to think that? Because this whole fight has been going on long before, you know, the pandering started a few weeks ago in America towards black people and towards other minority groups. This fight has been going on for a long time. So did he think if he, he he cooperates in taking that stuff down that they were going to forget about this? You knew you were next, homie. And of those three sponsors that you named, Jim, FedEx is the only one so far that actually made a statement. Um, like I said, mm-hmm. they have the naming rights to the stadium they play now, but that it's a diesel naming right deal. It's not like when Bang Bros was trying to get <laughs> the joint down in Miami and they offer like and they offer like ten million. This naming right. Um, is $205 million. So if FedEx decides we're going to pull that, like that's a serious, serious pressure on this owner. And FedEx has come out. And, and, and the quote says, we have communicated to the team in Washington. Our request, they won't even call them that. We have communicated to the team in Washington. Our request that they change the team name. Um, FedEx said in a statement earlier today. So, um, Pressure's on, man. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But how far do you think they can go with it? Like, can they get away with something like the Washington Warriors? Or that's because what, uh, that, of their that's past? Funny, funny thing you say that uh-huh. is because that's also that's also been trending on Twitter all day. And that's like everybody's like, yo, it's obvious. Just go to the Washington Warriors. Right. Oh, oh I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Because yeah, it, yeah, it seems like yeah. obvious things, but for them, they might not be able to get that off. Because you know what they've been since 1933. So now you know they're basically just trying to do something small so they won't have the actual slur, but they still still might try to play off of the same principles. And, you know, I don't know what the logo would be, but they, you know, even if they just tried to go to, like, <laughs> the Spears and all that kind of, you probably can't do that right now. <laughs> I think the Golden State yeah. Warriors gets away with that because – even though that's been their name, they never it was never based around a name or well, at least not to my yeah. knowledge, at least not in the the you know, current times, it's never been based around Native Americans or, or anything like that. Because remember even when they put some kind of weird logo on their uniform, it was like some robot looking more warrior or something like that. So mm-hmm. they can get that off. I think if the Washington professional football team try to get it off. People are gonna be like, "Nah, that's still too close." <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. And then that will probably end up bringing heat down on the Golden State Warriors. Well, we're not gonna let them do it. We can't let y'all do it. So it's interesting, oh, man. It's interesting, I just, man. It, it has to happen. Now. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And the Native Americans better thank to. us because it because it'll be it, it it's our struggle that's actually gonna get that done. So. I mean, we really want to really really get into it. Come on, man. We want to really get into it. We, we, we helped already. Here. 
Native Americans technically are. No, man. I don't want. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> oh, oh, don't do it. All right. So, Chris Paul, CP3, is uh, producing a docu series on the struggles that HBCUs face in college hoops recruiting. So, all these NBA players making docs now. That's a that's a new move. Like, yo, I shoot. You know why? Big docs. Because Weinstein in jail. There's room for that now. There's <laughs> room for filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> we got Harvey out of the way, man. Let's just take that space. Athletes. Yo, man. Athlete docs, actually documentarians. Yeah, it's going to have to be like an ESPY award for who has the best document documentary this year. <laughs> but um, I think this should be interesting, man. I mean, I don't know the judge. Like, here's the thing, though. Bron and his squad, they're proven. They've made multiple docs that are fire. Um Russell Westbrook is getting into the space. They like yours. You know what I'm saying? You know, Melo be trying to do it on his YouTube page, but so CP3 is trying to get into the space. So we'll see what happens. I mean, the, the, the topic itself is interesting. The topic so, is great. You know, um, a lot of people, Jim, are like, you know, you know, you can't. People don't let anybody live. You know, if you did something or didn't do something in your past, like people can't change. Is what is is basically what happens in this society. Cause a lot of people are holding him to the fire. Like, Oh, you doing all of this now, but when it was your turn, you went to wake forest, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You can you learn. grow. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm way more woke than I was when I was 18 years old, making decisions like that. But at the same time, like he's, he's grown, he's learned, he's from a hometown where, you know, an HBCU Winston-Salem state uh, university um, was, Founded down there in 1892, so it, it can be a, a fight that he takes on later in his career, even if he didn't take that um, that route himself. So I, I'm not knocking CP3 for nothing but his haircut. Man, God, um, God forbid, God forbid you lost someone to grow, man. Like, like right, right, right. you know, like Malcolm <laughs> Malcolm X was once Detroit Red, like like Muhammad Ali was once Lou Alcindor. These dudes grew into who they were. You right. know what I'm saying, like, I mean, so lately, Lou Alcindor, Muhammad. Uh, I got Lou Alcindor. Lou Alcindor became Kareem. Kareem That's the point because I was going next with Kareem. Yeah. I was going with Kareem, Ali, and I mean, but there's all sorts of stories out there of people who have yeah, grown and coming to them, coming to themselves. Jim I just want to make sure I put that out there because I know I'm gonna get flamed no, on a replay. Right. People gonna flame me on a replay. Right, right. But so you, you know what I'm saying? It. Like Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant did what he did in Colorado, but he grew out of that. You know what I'm saying? He grew out of that and became a filmmaker. He grew out of it and moved and moved and moved towards the melon, and he got a Hispanic sister. But um, yo, salute to him. Salute to him. Like if you see, like Chris Paul, when he comes into games lately, you know, three months ago and prior to that, you know, he a lot of times he's wearing like. HBCU gear, jackets, shirts, and stuff like that. And, you know, people might look at that as a small gesture, but you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's asking questions. You ain't never lie. Um, Yeah, you you just don't know who you're touching. I mean, we do have a couple of high high school prospects talking about possibly attending HBCUs, at least putting them on their list. So, like, you don't know who you're influencing. So, this document, this documentary, along with the little stuff that he was doing, it might go a long way. Here's the it's thing, a, though, right? So on, 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 on the, uh, like one of the only good shows on Quibi is a show about, is a documentary about the Clippers and the whole thing with Donald Sterling. 
and it's like an eight to ten part documentary. Um, but each episode goes over a different part of it, how it happened. But he says on that documentary that that experience of going through that actually woke him up, made him like do some research and do some reading. Basically, right. wow. working for Donald Sterling. Then he, he said working for Donald Sterling is what made him. He said because before then he was like, "Yo, boy, write my chest. Who care what he how he acts, how he moves." But being right. put into that situation and having to work for Boa is kind of what, what um, made him, like, you know, get knowledge himself, so to speak. So, I mean, sometimes, he, he admitted that. Sometimes, sometimes you need a bigot in your midst. Salute to the bigots, man. Social media pages. I need y'all. Yo, when you're a athlete, they helping us, bro, you're a superstar man. Athlete, us. You probably don't see it as much as others. But then when you right. still get it, you're like, hold up. This, this really is a thing. Right, because you, because they, they're, they've been used to getting pampered, even by white dudes. Not realizing Yo, mom, the pampering is more of us using you. Because this little bit of money I'm handing you after a game in college is a drop in the bucket for my 10-year-old kid. Like, his allowance is more than this. But you come from Yo, Donald Sterling, nothing, and you love that. You think yo, they Donald love Donald Sterling you. said with a straight yo. Donald Sterling said with a straight face, "I'm not racist. I give them food. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I feed and clothe them. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh. When they're done working worry. for the week on Friday nights, I give them ham and allow them to have some watermelon and go play. Can I give them food? Yo, that's a real quote. I give them food. That was his logic. He was like, I ain't racist. I give them food. Like, he didn't even realize how crazy that sounds. Anyway, but salute to uh, CP3. When you go for that life, you don't know how that stuff sounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Listen, um, they announced who's going to grace the covers of uh, NBA 2K21. Multiple covers. We got Zion, Dame Dollar, and Kobe Bean Bryant. Shout out to Kobe. He's gonna be on the um, he's gonna be on two next gen covers, um, but they call it the Mamba Forever edition. I don't generally. Like I said, I I bought I bought two K whatever's out now twenty and two K eighteen for my kid for his Nintendo Switch. Before that, the last time I bought two K was two K ten for PS four. Even though I'm not big on video games no more, I do plan on getting a PS5 just to have one, just to be in the mix if I so choose. So just because I got to buy the Bean version. <laughs> Might buy two of them. No, that's collector's item. Got to buy the Bean version. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on with Zion. And I even said something myself when I first saw it. I'm like, Zion gets the cover of NBA 2K. He's played all of 19 games in the league. When he was named no. the cover, I understand not, how now the works. Joke <laughs> I understand. Right. If you if you understand how money works and you know fame and advertising, then you understand it completely. But it's it's kind of a it's kind of a we slap we, we we at the war room are not going to allow this culture of immediacy to turn us against our young brothers. You know, I, no, no, I I'm sure we'll be honest. Have that kind cover. Of, you shouldn't up. have that cover. But <laughs> go ahead, man. Get your get your duffel bag. Yeah, get your, get your duffel. Do whatever. Um, 
See, but there's people out there because they're trying to do this thing now, and they might just be doing this to 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 justify that. They're doing a next generation cover, and they're doing a current generation cover. So the current generation cover is Dame Lillard, and the next generation cover goes to to Zion. So a lot of people out there are like, well, what about Luca and John Morant and and people like that? Even even no, your man, no, like, no, 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 your man, um, did he fall off already? Your man in Boston? Because I thought he was the one. Oh, um, uh, light skin Mamba. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it, they definitely jumping the yeah, gun. Yeah, nobody on this care one. about him. But I, I think it was already in the plans. They probably just thought they, you know, nobody knew he was going to get hurt. They probably thought Zion's going to come in, he's going to rip it up, and you know, we're going to get no backlash on this whatsoever. But kind of happened another. Yo, boy can fly, yo. Yo, boy can fly and dunk on people. So I don't care what nobody say. Case closed. And he's four hundred pounds. And I'm not, yo, not no more, dog. You see Zion lately? Yeah, no, I know. I see, I see, I see. He's been, he's been working. He's working. He's down to three hundred. Because they only, they only showing the the upper portion of his body. So I'm like, I don't know. Did he, did he get diesel up top? Get a little lean up top? But he's still looking like Keenan Ivory Wayans playing Arsenio Hall down on the bottom. Like. I don't know, gotta, dog. I think I, I think Zion, I think Zion do, during quarantine, Zion got that HCH connection, dog. He got that Brian put him that number. Leaned it up a little bit. No, nah, he he, you know. Yeah. He looked like he looks like he's listened to the criticism and he's out to prove something. I hope that's the case. You know, I hope it's not a case where oh, they show a picture and they look like this and then when he come back out, it's status quo cuz I no. seen that. You know, it was funny is, like, he the boy, like, pause, pause. He he literally looked like a superhero. Like, he all mm. cut up now. It'd be funny as hell yeah. if he all cut up and can't play no more. <laughs> no, right? like, that was his strength. <laughs> his weight was his strength. <laughs> yo, that's what Dwight Howard Jim, did, yo. The, the, more, yo, yo. The, more, the more diesel Dwight Howard got, the less his game was. Like, his game was less effective because he just, what, oh, he did yeah. nothing but lift weight. Yeah, he was, no, he was, I wasn't that. It was him. It was him. It was him coming out and embracing that type of lifestyle that took his game away. Yo, <laughs> yo, and if yo, y'all say uh, yo, just go ask Isaiah Canaan. Yo, all I'm gonna say is to, uh, shout out to Survive in the um, War Room Sports Game Time group. Um, he put up a meme, and it's on a meme, so it got to be true. It said LeBron James played 903 games before his first 2K cover. Zion Williamson played 19. <laughs> he ain't, he ain't Zion. LeBron ain't Zion. I think, two, I think 2K was just more, you know, they probably were more I mean, nervous to do something like that. It's more accepted now. So they're like, let's do it. They probably wanted to put LeBron on it. But they didn't they, get, they getting the young boy for Chicago. The young boy for Chicago, they're getting this cover ready right now. Even though he announced he's going to Michigan State, I don't know why he's playing with them folk. He knows damn well he ain't going to Michigan State. Angry boy. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, angry. folks, those are the stories that happened this past week while you were on the Grizz Nye. Before we get out of here, then tell everybody what happened in state sports history. Yes, sir. This date in sports history brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? Well, for dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, you need Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank. 
for an effective online presence, top quality, results-driven website, and incredibly affordable prices. And yes, financing options are available. So visit digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. And for those discounted rates, make sure you tell Paul and everybody over at Digital Extreme Technologies that the homies from War Room Sports sent you. All right, this date in sports history, since we actually record on a Thursday and it's actually July 2nd, I didn't really have to tell everybody that because we just do a weekly show, but we're going to go back to yesterday for this week in sports history because yesterday, July 1st, 2020, marked the 10th annual Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby Bonilla Day <laughs> is where he's paid his deferred salary mm-hmm. arrangement of $1.19 million per year from the Mets, which happens from 2011 all the way to 2035 when he'll be 72 years old. Remember, we said this earlier in the show, Bobby Bonilla has not played baseball. He has not held a baseball bat in a professional game since 2001. It is, it is 2020, and still for the next 15 years, Bobby Bonilla, every July 1st, will be getting a check for more than what Cam Newton and Jameis Winston are making this year to, to play football in the NFL. He is 57 Yo, Austin, years you old. just jump out of plane, cause? I know. <laughs> Yo, Yo Austin, Austin sound like on. he sound like DB Cooper jumping out the plane, cuz. <laughs> so um, I'm free yeah, So so a day late, but happy belated Bobby Bonilla Day. Um, this is Bobby's money, but as far as I'm concerned, man, this is a victory for all of us. Um, <laughs> shout out to him and 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 not doing anything in his 40s, 50s, and 60s, and still getting a nice bag every year um, to do nothing. All right. So so we like to give a big war room salute to this historical moment and this historical moment that will continue to go on for the next 15 years. Let's be out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, man, it's time for us to get out of here, man. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, all the social media. Um, people that called and got through, salute to you. Those we can get to, we apologize, but there is no sports, and we're getting out of here. Tune in next Hello, week man. live right here on demand to catch you up on everything in the world of sports, whatever that may be. So until then, enjoy your weekend. And the start of next week, please stay safe, be considerate of others with this virus ramping back up, and we'll see you right back here next time. Catch all of our conversations, everything on our, listen, our social media, every sort of content that we drop, everything can be found at our hub, which is warroomsports.com. My book, Sports the Book, is at sportsthebook.com, but it's also at the hub of warroomsports.com. Listen, as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top.
Facebook.com. Get that mobile app. It's knocked out. Call it 323 working double 012. They be going and you sensitive then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, let's talk sports. Showtime like magic in the block push. Listen live, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Get hop dollars, tip stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Fortress, secret, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. War Room Sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.